Dreamcast. I am your host, Denise Walsh. I combine science, scripture, and stories that will inspire you to dive deep, break through your own personal glass ceiling, and design a life of your dreams. Back to the Dreamcast. I'm really excited about today's episode because I'm doing something totally different. Fix my hair because I'm actually going live on Facebook to record this one. Now, I've been creating a lot of content this year and I typically don't like double dip <laughs> um, Facebook, YouTube, podcasts. There's a lot of different resources out there and they're in a different form. You know what I mean? So you can, if you've been listening to the podcast, there's different stuff on YouTube. And if you're listening on YouTube, there's different stuff on the podcast. And I really haven't spent a ton of time going live yet. So hi, everyone. I'm really excited you jumped right on because I'm a little scared. Uh, it's really fun to do something new. But my plan today is to to go live. I'll interact a bit with you guys for sure. Um, answer questions and get thoughts from you. And then I'm going to pull the audio and post it on the, the podcast, Dreamcast, as well. So I won't do this very often. So be to stay tuned, like subscribe to that too. But I thought today would be kind of fun because this topic has been rolling around in my mind. Um, so to give you a bit of context, I have always prided myself on being disciplined. Like discipline to me makes me excited because I feel like, oh, I've got this. So for me, I've, I've always been like, need to get up at four, doing it. You know what I mean? Like I've been really proud of how disciplined I have. I've been, and that's been kind of a, I don't know. I don't know if mantra or identity or like, you know, I've, I've prided myself throughout the years of being disciplined and consistent. And I think that's been, you know, that's one reason why I got to Black Diamond. That's one reason why I've done a few marathons. That's one reason why I did the bodybuilding competition is because I'm like a goal that seems crazy doing it. You know what I mean? But then I've also, and, and so when you do that, you have to grind. And you guys know what the daily grind is, right? Like doing it anyway, even when you don't feel like it. So because of my love of discipline and consistency and having a crazy goal and zoning in and focusing on it, I also grind. Like I do things I don't want to do all the time. And I, you know, you're, you're just like, I, I work based on my goal, not based on how I feel. You've heard me say that before. So I work my business based on what I want, not based on how I feel. All of this is good. It's all interesting. I just interesting because when I'm step back and I've been learning also a lot about following your joy and life purpose and doing things that bring you pleasure and your joy as your GPS system. And then I got a little confused because I've spent so many years grinding you know, I've spent so many years doing what I don't want to do, getting up at six in the morning to do Zooms with Australia or going to parties and when I'm tired and like, you know, revving myself up along the way or saying yes to an expo or, you know, things that maybe like I would rather watch Netflix, you know, <laughs> I think we all can say we've done that. Getting up in the morning when it's not like, I don't want to, but I do. And so then you flip-flop it to the following your joy scenario. 
So I feel like I've kind of reconciled both in my mind and I feel like it's a both and answer. You follow your joy, but it may not always feel joyful. You know what I mean? And so here's what following your joy looks like to me. Following your joy is your inner GPS system, you know, your inner GPS system. So your joy is like like your emotions can be a guidance. And this is kind of also like trusting your gut. So joy is when you feel like things go by fast, when you feel like things are, um, it's like you're inspired action. You know, your time is going by, you're enjoying the journey, you are in the zone, you know, that's kind of like following your joy. You know, when you take a step back and you really think what brings me the most peace and then, and then doing those things, you know, going for a rowboat ride or taking a walk in the woods. Like those are kind of following your joy. So what I've reconciled here is that when you take a step back and you think, what brings me the most joy? What comes naturally to me? What is it that I want? What do I love? What are my strengths? And you have that end goal Like the end goal is what brings you joy, right? And you may have to grind a little bit in order to get to that end goal. Here's what I know. If I were to only do what I want in the exact moment, I would be eating brownies with peanut butter on them because really, why not? And then watching Netflix, I would always take the easier out. But I think when I think of following your joy, it's not like, what do I feel like doing right now? It's more of that end joy result. Does that make sense? It's such an interesting concept to me because it seems like they're opposite grinding versus following your joy. But yet when you've got the end joy like out in front of you, it may feel like you're grinding to get there, like you're doing things you don't want to do to get there. But yet your eyes are focused on the end result, what you want. So I feel like it's a both and situation. So trusting your intuition, trusting your gut. So when you say following your joy, another piece of this is like, okay, well, what does not joy look like? How do I know when I'm headed in the wrong direction? And that comes to me in the form of anxiety. Um, Like I can have peace in my heart, but yet I can get a rumbling in my gut. Like, "Mm, not good. Like, "Mm, don't, you know, not, this isn't feeling good at that time. And I think that that can be a piece of the guidance system because again, like it's like the end joy, but yet you do want to follow your gut every step of the way. Now, when I'm going to do a party or I'm calling leads and I'd rather do something easier, that's not anxiety. You know, that's not like that gut feeling that that's giving me like, oh, you don't really want to do that. That's just grinding. You know, that's when I've got the picture of what I want. And these are the steps that I need to get there. So that's a little bit different than feeling that uneasy queen. Now, let's say that you're going to a job that you hate, that sucks the life out of you, where you feel like, oh my gosh, my spirit is dying here. That's like your gut instinct. That's like your intuition. I'm like, pointing to my belly. Um, That's your intuition telling you that it might be time to change directions. 
So when you have that end joy that like what, you know, you're kind of really setting aside time to brainstorm and to think and, and settle into what it is that you really want. I think you're going to have to grind a bit along the way, but yet the joy is prevalent rather as if you're going in the wrong, wrong direction, or maybe, um, not the most ideal direction. you feel that upset stomach. You're going to feel your gut just like clenching. And I think we often already know if we're headed towards joy or if we're headed, um, you know, not towards joy, towards anxiety, towards depression. Like we kind of already know, but we often don't sit back and think about it. So um, I did look up, I'm going to look through your questions in just a minute. So if you've got any questions, feel free to post it. Um, But I did look up what the Bible says about joy. And I wrote this down it's one reason why I like podcasts is because I don't have to do my hair and I can really like look at my notes and I can record a few in one day and like space them out. But, you know, so if joys are GPS, our inner guidance system, the Bible has a lot to say about joy. In John 16, it says, ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. You know, it talks consistently about the Holy Spirit. When we're connected with the Holy Spirit, we're going to feel joy. We're going to feel the fullness. We're going to feel that peace that kind of passes beyond all understanding. In Psalm, it says, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. So again, it's like when we are on our life purpose mission, when we are um, connecting to what brings us joy, we're going to feel that joy full, even in the grind, even in the daily, I don't really want to, but I know this is how I'm going to get their stuff. It's a both and this makes me so excited. Okay. And then in Psalm again, it says you make, oh no, that's the one I just read. Oh, here it is. Nehemiah, Nehemiah, is that it? The joy of the Lord is your strength. So again, the joy can be our inner GPS. It can really help us set the vision of what, how do we want to spend our time and what relationships are important to us and how we like live in this joy. And we may have to do things we don't want to do sometimes with the bigger vision being that joy. But again, if you're feeling that that um, anxiety in your gut, that's another sign. That's like the opposite of joy. That's saying, all right, maybe there needs to be a shift. Maybe there needs to be a turn towards joy. So when you're grinding, you're not getting that. Because you can do a lot of things um, and you can work your butt off and it might not necessarily be in a direction that's going to get you to where you want to go. Okay. I want to look and look through your um, your your comments here. Yay, Serene, I'll be in Grand, Rap- or Grand Rapids Green Carpet. Sure will. So Samantha says, kids bring her joy and they grow way too fast. So being able to spend as much time as possible. Yes. You know, I think about that when I do recess duty or when I pick my boys up from school. There's a lot of things I could be doing, but I think about that too. Like this is part of my ideal day. Like my dream day is to pick my kids up from school and to take them to soccer. Like that brings me joy too. It doesn't have to be this big grand stuff, right? 
Oh, so Sam said that she had anxiety when she had to go to a job that she hated. Yeah, you can kind of tell when something's sucking the life out of you. Uh, And that's a warning sign. You know, if we say joy is your inner GPS, like anxiety is the opposite of that. And sometimes we do need to listen. And we might not need, we might not be able to make like a full blown shift, like quit your job and do something. I mean, But you can start, you know, you can start looking for other options. You can start really maybe doing things outside of work that bring you joy and it can overflow into your current situation. Um, You can you can start taking steps. And I know I know that I know that I know because I've seen it so many times that when you start taking steps, right, the how will continue to show up and it shows up when you're in on this path towards like joy. But we still, I know so many people that stay stuck where they are, even if they don't like it, because it's scary to make a change. So that doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but like, it's that enjoy. You feel worth it. Have any of you guys done a race or like a running race? And at the end, your endorphins are just so crazy. You're like, I don't know that I'll do it again, but I might tomorrow. (laughs) You're so overwhelmed with joy. Like it's crazy how you can hurt so much and love so much at the same time. And I feel like sometimes that's what the the grind of the hard work put in every single day. But yeah, you get there and you know, oh my gosh, it was so worth it because this is what I want. Melissa, being a people pleaser, I love to, when others feel joy too. Ooh, how do you go about helping negative people not be so negative? Everybody has so much joy in them. I just want to help them find it. Oh my gosh, my heart. I love that, Melissa. And it's so true. Like, again, it's like, where's your focus? And when you see somebody focusing on the anxiety, And they're focusing on the depression and they're focusing on how stinky life is and they're focusing on the things that are not working. When you know this other side, it can, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, if you knew what I knew, like come over here with us. And, you know, we know that we can lead a horse to water, but can't make them drink it. And so often when I have somebody like that in my life, I really do refer them to personal development. I refer them to music. I refer them to the Bible, to devotionals, to things like to the strangest secret every day for 30 days, because it has to be their own decision to flip their own switch. But I feel like part of my job is to create a space for them to do that. I've led a lot of people that chose not to flip their own switch, you know, chose not to change their mindset and focus on abundance and focus on all the great things they have going on and all of that. Um, But with the same information, I've had other people thrive, like change their lives, like not just their mindset, but like everything around them changed. So I know that this stuff works, but it's like up to them if they want to do it. So I don't know if that's helpful, but we also know that when you're the light, like they're feeling it when you're overflowing with your, with, with joy, with passion, with peace, they feel it. Even if they're not owning it themselves, you truly are impacting them. Good question. Tasha gets joy from bringing kids to Disney. Oh yes, of course. And that's so fun because then, you know, like you're grinding so you can go to Disney. You know what I mean? It like makes the joy. it again brings the joy and the grind together because you've got that bigger picture in your mind. Sam. Hey, girl. Spending time with fur babies on my extra days off. Aw, that's so cute. And so, yes. And she said, dream yard dog houses on the dream board for them. Absolutely. And I think, again, when you are 
when you've got that bigger vision, like it brings joy into the grind. And there are still days, you guys, where I like do watch a season of Netflix, like Friday nights or something with Brandon. We like totally veg out and it's so fun and it's so needed. Um, But I still grind, but I think it's like a joyful grind. Isn't that that funny? Because when I first learned this, I was like, I will do nothing I don't want to do. If I don't want to do it, then I won't do it. And and again, there's wisdom to that. Like say no before you say yes, you're not overcommitting. But I also think when you're joyful, you're really just listening to your gut, anxiety versus whatever. And you'll do the hard things because you know the end goal. Sam, I have a lot of friends that are stuck. What's the best advice without feeling like you're being bossy? Mm. Yes. Um, I think the biggest thing in my experience with somebody who's stuck, and I know at least I need this when I feel stuck, is like the opposite of that to me is hope. Um, Like, can life really be different? Can life really be better? Hope. And when you offer hope, like, oh my gosh, it doesn't have to be this way. You don't have to be working three jobs. Like, and just making ends meet. There are other options. Like you're not stuck. There's so many ways to make money in this world. There's so many paths that you can take. You're not just like only slotted to this way of life. And and I didn't know that until I knew that. You know what I mean? Because I think so many times we can just see what's in front of us and we don't see the big forest that offering hope or just another view on things can be really helpful. And the other thing that you can do that's not bossy is just sharing what you're learning. One of I, I've learned learned about myself that I thrive on learning and teaching, learning and teaching, learning and teaching, um, which is why I need to keep growing so then I can teach it right. And so when I'm sharing my experience, I hope people grab a nugget that can they can take to their own lives. Um, but it's not necessarily. I hope at least it doesn't come across as like you need to do this, you know, that kind of stuff. So you can certainly share your own experience and what you're learning because you're excited about learning it too. It does work. I know. Okay. Um, Nadine says my husband brings me joy and, ah, and passion and he's fighting stage four cancer and that's scary. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay, so Nadine, um, this is probably more than just um, a one quick answer, as you can imagine. Um, first of all, I'm so sorry to hear that you have the um, health concerns. Like when you're not feeling good, it makes all of these things uh, just a bit harder because it's hard to stay positive when you're in pain, you know? Um, I do have a couple podcasts of people that, there's two, and I can uh, message you the episodes um, after this, but I have two podcasts where several, or those two people um, were diagnosed with cancer and are fully, um, like we're in remission and healed. And, um, you know, I don't know if they can say cancer free quite yet. Um, but the mindset that they chose to have during the treatment made a huge difference in their recovery. And it's a bit of like enjoying the journey, um, enjoying the time you do have and those kinds of things. So we can definitely keep talking about that. Cause I know that's a, a It's not easy, but it can be a daily choice to live in love rather than to live in the fear. Mm. 
a daily choice to live in the love rather than to live in the fear because he's here today and you do have him and you can hug him and he knows you love him. Like all of those things make such a big difference. Megan, joy is being able to be a yes mom and provide for your family as a single mother. Ooh, baby. Okay, so when you are grinding and there may be a time when you have to say, no, I've got to do a party or no, I'm following up with people or not today, like now's not the best time, that kind of thing. You've got that vision, like that big goal of what you want life to be like and that can help drive you. And then when you get a fast start bonus, right? When you hit a rank, you can... You can then say, all right, we are going to do this ropes course. I, we just went to a ropes course. That's what I was thinking of it. <laughs> we can go to the zoo. We can do whatever because I was working hard and they're going to see the fruits of your labor as well. So it's a both and. It's a both and. It's one of those things where they say, don't let your why be your excuse. It's a both and. You can have joy and grind towards it, which just means that it's going to be head down focused work. Sam, feeling stuck because life happened. Yeah. Yes. Aw. Yay. <laughs> she said, listen, talk to Denise. We just hung out last weekend. It's so fun. Um, and you know what? I've got big dreams and I've got big goals and it's been hard. Um, and, and I know what it's like to feel like nothing's working out. I know what it's like to feel like, like blindsided or betrayed or like, what the heck? I'm working hard and nothing's happening. But I also know that's right when the breakthrough happens. It's right when the breakthrough happens. So when you've got that clear vision of what you want, that doesn't mean the journey is going to be easy. And we can live inspired action and we can take, you know, follow our inner GPS and our inner joy system and that kind of stuff. But we still have lessons to learn along the way, because if it were all easy, everybody would be doing it. So, um, Sam, I'm, I know life has happened for sure. Um, and there's a season for grieving. Like we got to give ourselves credit for that. We have to grieve. We can't just like, not like ignore it. Um, and I, but I find, we still do have a choice. Give yourself time to grieve, but you don't have to stay there forever. Oh, thank you, Tasha. Thank you. <laughs> she said, you don't ever come across like pointing the finger, which is good. Because I just love learning too. Um, yes, we're all praying for you, Nadine, and your husbands. Mm-hmm. We are. Because so many, um, like I've seen miracles happen and I believe in that. And I know that things can happen for you and will happen for you and your husband. Aw. Hey guys, I love that the whole world can connect. We have people from UK on here. So fun. So yeah, this was a different episode. We'll see if I end up putting it on the Dreamcast, but it's fun to do things interactive. It's fun to share content. It's fun to learn and grow. For me, at least, I know that that's kind of where I thrive. So thank you guys so much for hanging out. And so the exercise that connects with this is what does that, like, it's really write down. Like it's called your joy review. And this is part of the book, your joy review. What are some things that bring you joy? What do you need in a daily in your daily life that fill you up? And are you incorporating them consistently? It can be as easy as asking friends to go to lunch so you're not feeling lonely. You know, it can be as easy as 
as, um, you know, planning a date night with your husband or planning some one-on-one kid time, you know, when you separate and each take one, like what is it that brings you joy? And then you can put it in your calendar. And if you're in a place where you're feeling stuck and you're like, I'd love to do things that are joyful, Denise, but I can't because I'm stuck in this place. I don't want to be. My recommendation would be to just do one thing. You know, it doesn't have to be a full blown, like quit your job and like go be a missionary if that's where you feel called, but you're not quite ready, but it can be volunteering more at church. Like one thing leads to another. And I know that when you do follow your, your heart and you follow that joy, the rest will fall into place. Even if you have to grind some of the steps along the way. Oh, thank you guys so much. I just love you and we'll see you in the next one. Are you overworked, overstressed, and overwhelmed? You want life to be different, but you don't even know how to get there. Man, oh man, I lived there myself. And in my experience with working with thousands of people from all walks of life, there is one simple thing that holds so many of us back, a lack of time management. We may know what we want, but we often don't know how to get there and don't feel like we can add one more thing into our already busy day. And that's exactly why I created the Dream Life Action Planner. It's a 90-day inspired game plan that will give you total clarity on your greatest priorities and skyrocket your productivity on the tasks that matter most. And now, for a limited time, you can get your own copy for free free. And when you go to denisewalsh.com slash action, Denise Walsh, D-E-N-I-S-E-W-A-L-S-H.com slash action, A-C-T-I-O-N. Put your information in and we will send this action planner directly to your inbox. So you can set your goals, reprioritize your calendar and design your dream life today.